Mark chapter 5, and I'm going to read verses 21 through 43. Amen. Now, when Jesus had crossed over again by boat to the other side, a great multitude gathered with him, and he was by the sea. And behold, one of the rulers of the synagogue came, Jairus by name. And when he saw him, he fell at his feet, begged him earnestly, saying, My little daughter lies at the point of death. Come lay your hands on her, that she may be healed, and she will live. So Jesus went with him, and a great multitude followed him and thronged him. Now a certain woman who had a flow of blood for 12 years, Jesus, and had suffered many things from many physicians. She had spent all that she had and was no better, but rather grew worse. When she heard about Jesus, she came behind him in the crowd and touched his garment. For she said, if I only may touch his clothes, I will be made well. Immediately the fountain of her blood was dried up and she felt in her body that she was healed of the affliction. And Jesus immediately knowing in himself that power had gone out of him, turned around in the crowd and said, who touched my clothes? But his disciples said to him, you see the multitude thronging you and you say, who touched me? And he looked around to see who had done this thing. But the woman, fearing and trembling, knowing what had happened to her, came and fell down before him and told him the whole truth. And he said to her, Daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace and be healed of your affliction. While he was still speaking, some came from the ruler, ruler of the synagogue's house who said, Your daughter is dead. Why trouble the teacher any further? As soon as Jesus heard the word that was spoken, he said to the ruler of the synagogue, Do not be afraid, only believe. And he permitted no one to follow him except Peter, James, and John, the brother of James. Then he came to the house of the ruler of the synagogue and saw the torment and those who wept and wailed loudly. And he came in and said to them, Why maketh this commotion and weep? The child is not dead but sleeping and they ridiculed him but when he had put them outside he took the father and the mother of the child and those who were with him and entered where the child was lying and he took the child by hand and said to her Talitha Kumai which is translated little girl I say to you arise immediately the girl arose and walked for she was 12 years of age and they were overcome with great amazement. But he commanded them strictly that no one should know it and said that something should be given her to eat. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray right now, Father, that you would have your way in this place, that you would use me for your glory, that, God, you would do what you want to do in our hearts and in our minds and in our bodies. We thank you in advance for these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I don't really know. I, I got a few notes. But I, I believe God's going to just like, it's going to seem like I'm just throwing this together at the beginning. But by the end, we'll, we'll end up with what he wants us to have. Amen. I do know I'm going to be talking about the hand of faith. The hand of faith and the power of God to heal. How many people are waiting? How many going to ask a dumb question? Because I know there's some people that need healing. I know that in this ministry, um, we deal with chronic illness. We deal with chronic pain. Deal with chronic disease. 
But I know that God is able. I know he's able because I've seen him heal in the past. I've seen him heal in the present. And I know he can heal in the future. I know that we serve a God who created the human body. Without ever... Yeah, I'm not going to say nothing. Ever having to to have pieces made before he spoke it. Having put his finger in dirt to create it and breathe the breath of life into our body. I know that the body is a complex thing. That the body was created to heal itself. But I also know that this body is subject to decay. But I do know that God has a plan and a purpose for everybody. And I do know that we cannot decay until we reach our destiny. The, the, the healing is defined as to make healthy or whole, to, to make sound. It's, it's to restore to health, to make free of ailment, to bring an end or a conclusion. As with conflicts between people and groups. Holidays and none. You know, holidays bring about the worst family fights but also bring about family healing. Oh my goodness. This world needs to be healed. Our nation needs to be healed. We are at hurting times right now. There's so much conflict, so much division, so much anger, so much pain. And, and, and if truth be told, our, our homes are in need of healing. It's not like having to spend so much time together to find out stuff. Stuff that wasn't getting on your nerves before. Sure enough getting on your nerves now. Somebody say healing. You could think that you're at your, that this is not the time for my physical body to be acting this way. I got too much to do and God has too much for me to do. As a matter of fact, I could think of some people that ain't quite doing as much as God want me to do. And they body is fine. <laughs> I, I, have you ever wondered why God doesn't just let other people that ain't doing nothing? And all they want to do is sit down and lay down anyway. Let them be sick. Y'all ain't right. Say you ain't right, Pastor. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. Or at least let me borrow your legs. Since you don't want to do nothing with them. The Bible says in Hebrews chapter 4, verse 15, that we have a high priest. We don't have a high priest who cannot be touched. With the feelings of our infirmities. But in all points he was tempted just like we were. Yet without sin. But I love the fact that he can be touched. We've come to a portion of scripture. Where I I never really 
seen this. I, I, I thank God for y'all making me study like I have to study. I, I, I really see. I, I don't preach to a, a, a bunch of illiterate saints. I'm not trying to build a handicapped ministry where somebody could just say "boo" and you jump. You you wait. I got to make some sense, and you gonna go back and study what I tell y'all. Not gonna help me. And I, I thank God that I don't have an ignorant church. Yeah, Christian, we gonna have some church. Yeah, Dre, we gonna have some church. Go ahead, give me a symbol or something. Click something, do something. Bam! Hallelujah! Right there, yes. But so, so, but when I read this, I said, "Man, this this is amazing." We we know about this woman with this issue of blood, and here Jesus has just come off of healing this demonic, you know, man. And we talked about that last week. And here he goes, and and immediately. As they come to the other side, here comes J Jairus. Now, Jairus was a ruler. He had he had some clout. He knew some people. His name was well known. He had some power. He had some status. You understand? He had people under his rule. It says that the ruler came. And he said he fell at his feet. Jesus and said, listen, my daughter is at the point of death. I, I'm, God, God got me on assignment this morning to talk to people who are at a point. You're not quite there, but you're at the point of death. You're, <laughs> you're close. When what you love is at the point of death, it's praying time. Somebody say it's praying time. See, he fell to his feet, which is a sign of worship. And he begged him. He said, listen, my daughter is at the point of death. She's not dead all the way, but she's at the point of death. My finances are at the point of death. My marriage is at the point of death. My health is at the point of death. My Y'all better help me. My vision is at the point. My ministry is at the point. I'm talking to somebody who feels like they're at the point. And if God don't do something, I need, I need God to intervene. This is important, Jesus. I, I got title. I got relationship. I got, I got money. I got these things. But nothing other, none of that matters when something you love is at the point of death. Oh my God, it could be your your child. Some of you, you, you've been praying for a long time about your child, your wayward child, and you know they're at that point. And, and sometimes when things are at a point of death, you are at a point of giving up. Y'all ain't gonna be real with me today, but I need somebody to be real that when things get to a certain point, you've had enough. Uh, but, but that's not the time to throw your hands up and give it up. It's the time to throw your hands up and say, Lord, if you don't come, see about this situation. So he said, my daughter, she's at, she's at the point of death. And, and, and Jesus said, okay, I hear you. I'm listening to your prayer. Let's go. Bring me to her. So they are on their way. They are on their way. They're, 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 I got no time to waste. So they are moving fast. Oh my goodness. Matter of fact, his entourage would have been real wise in moving him fast because they realize that every time Jesus is moving, they don't know what they are about to encounter. And they just came from the demonic place. So now they're like, listen, let's get matter of fact, probably their intentions had nothing to do with moving him fast to his destination because this was a ruler. He had some money. He had a place to rest. They knew there was going to be some food. Y'all ain't going to say nothing. There's some people that just go with you because they know you're heading somewhere that they can benefit from. And while they're on their way, here comes this lady. Now, now I need you to understand that Jesus, because he asked her, come lay hands on my daughter. 
So Jesus had in his mind, I'm on my way to this child's house so I can lay my hands on her and heal her. Because this is where Jairus' faith was. If you come, he didn't have the faith of sending the word. That, that would come later. He didn't have that type of faith. But he had connection faith. He, he had if you touch her. I, I need you to come to the house and touch her. Don't, don't send her. I'm not there yet. See, don't worry about where your faith is. Some of you got word faith. And some of you got touch faith. But as long as the word and the touch are coming from the same source. So, so don't, don't beat me over the head because I got touch faith. And I need you to touch me. Some people need oil put on. But some people know the oil is. Well, there was a woman who had an issue of blood. And this woman had this issue. Help me up in here. For 12 years. Woo! Come on, come on, come on. You gotta know. Now, now I need you to understand. She had an issue of blood. She was a problem. I'm gonna take my time. She was a problem. But she had said, she said, Jesus is on the way. So I gotta, I gotta, I gotta touch him. If I could just but touch the hem of his garment. If I could just touch the hem of his garment. If I could just touch. Oh my goodness. Oh my God. But she had an issue of blood. But she knew if she could just touch. Jesus was on his way to touch. She was on her way to. T <laughs> she, 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 he, he was on the way to touch, but. He didn't want, she didn't want her to touch him. He, she wanted to touch him. Now, now let me just, let me just teach just a little bit. If you go over to Leviticus, if you go to Leviticus chapter 15, and you look at verse 24. Let, let, let's let's just teach for a minute. No, yeah, yeah. Go to verse twenty-five of Leviticus fifteen. Did I tell you fifteen? All right. You see it? Uh huh. So it says, if a woman has a discharge of blood for many days other than at the time of her customary impurity. You know what that is, right? Or if it runs beyond her usual time of impurity, all the days of her unclean discharge shall be as the days of her customary impurity. She shall be unclean. Every bed on which she lies all the days of her discharge shall be to her as a bed of her impurity, and whatever she sits on shall be unclean, as the uncleanness of her impurity. Whoever touches those things shall be unclean. He shall wash his clothes and bathe in water and be unclean until evening. But if she is cleansed of her discharge, then she'll be, she shall count for herself seven days, and after that, she will be clean. Let's go back over to Mark. This woman had an issue of blood. It was against the law for anybody to touch her or for her to touch anybody. Jesus was a Jew. They knew the custom. Jesus didn't come to do away with the law. He came to fulfill the law. She had an issue of blood. I said, Jesus, this, this is an this is issue for 12 years, long years. 12 long years. But I read in the Bible that all the issues of life flow from out of the heart. But that the life is in the blood. 
So this woman didn't just have an issue of blood. She had an issue of life. She was dealing with life issues. Look at your neighbor and say, I know you got an issue. Yeah, I know, I know you got an issue. See, I don't know what your issue is, but you got issues. Some of you just got one issue, but some of you got issues. Keep looking straight ahead. Don't look at them right now because it's you. If they ain't looking at nobody, it's you. <laughs> issues. And the issue was this. Her issues had separated her. Because nobody could touch her. Nobody would dare go near her. Because of her issue. See, it's okay to have an issue for a week or a day or, uh, or even a month or two months. But once you have an issue for like a year. See, if you live in New Haven and you got an issue, everybody going to know about your issue. <laughs> See, everybody in town knew this issue. Knew this woman had an issue. And it separated her. How many of y'all issues separate you from your family? They don't want nothing to do with you because of your issue. They're done with you because of your issue. And because of her issue, the Bible says that she spent everything. Well, well, she spent everything. Your issue, see, the, the issues that you have when you want to get delivered from your issue will make you spend everything. You're spending everything on your issue. Sometimes it ain't even about getting healed from the issue. It's to keep you in the issue. But you spent all. See, you got to run out before God runs in. She tried everything with a bunch of physicians. Now, I know people deal with chronic illness, and you don't been to every doctor. See, see, I, I deal with chronic back pain. I got every cream you can name. Because you're just looking for an answer. Some sort of relief. Well, and, and you've been spending at places, and you can't find no relief, no way. Spending all your resources on your issue. My God. My God. But but she didn't spend. Uh, once she spent all her, her monetary issues, that's when her reserve kicked in. Because she didn't spend all her faith. Faith doesn't kick in until you run out. When, when you empty yourself of everything, trying to make it work, and it don't work, and you come to your last, all you got is faith. Oh, my God. That God said, I can't deal with you while you still got your money. Because heaven don't deal with currency. Heaven deals with... So, so when she spent all, that's when her real bank account kicked in. And she said, if I may but touch the hem of his garment, y'all better come on. And she said, listen, I'm so broke financially, I don't care about a law. I, I don't care about who knows about my issue. Because there was a crowd walking with Jesus. And everybody would have said, what do you do? But, but I love the fact that even with her issue, the Bible says she caught up. I'm about to help somebody right now. That when you got enough faith, when you've been through all the hell with your issues, your faith will make you catch up. And you don't care who's in your way because nobody going to stop me from touching God. Oh my God, oh my God. So she said, if I may but touch, and then the Bible says that she touched the hem of his garment. And immediately, oh, immediately, she felt something on the inside. 
I feel my help. I feel my help. I'm trying to help you that, that you got to be able to press in and be able to touch your father. And you ain't got to touch him at the top. You can touch him at the lowest point. Yeah, yeah. I don't care if you got his hand. If I got his ankle, that's good enough for me. Y'all better help me up in there. She touched the hem of his garment and immediately, oh my gosh, she felt all the blood start drying up. She felt her healing come. Now what messed me up, Sister Montreal, what messed me up is that the disciples had been with Jesus and Jesus never said, who touched me? I don't care. Hey, you could be walking with Jesus as much as you want, doing what you think, but are you touching? We, we know he's been touched before, but he never been touched like that. Who touched me? Jesus, you see all these people. What are you talking about? Who touched me? And she said, oh, nobody won't say nothing. <laughs> I touched you. I broke a law. I got healed. I'm going to testify. <laughs> I broke a law, I touched you, I'm gonna testify. How many of y'all broke a law? Coming up in here with all the mess and all the hell and all the, oh, y'all better, all, all the issues that you got and got the nerve to say, I wanna touch heaven. Woo! I touched him, I'm gonna testify. And he said, daughter, I don't know what they've been calling you while you had your issue. I, I don't know. I don't know what they was calling you with your issue. But I'm going to call you daughter. <laughs> she was a woman. That already messed her up. Daughter. Where my sister's at in here. You better recognize you a daughter. Pastor Mom, you a daughter. Sister Ma, you a daughter. Alina, you a daughter. Come on, I'm Pat, you a daughter. Come on, Alexis, you a daughter. You a daughter. Don't you mess with God's daughter. Kelly, you a daughter. I'm going to try to tell you, any fathers up in here, mess with my daughter. It's going to be a problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, wait a minute. Wait. So she's healed of her issue. He's told her your faith. Your faith. Not my faith. Not my power. Your faith made you whole. Not your money. Not your family. Your faith. Not what church you go to. Now how well you sing. Your faith. You can have a church full of people. My question is how much faith? How much faith is in the house? Oh. See, I know, I know we got issues in this house. And I'm glad about it. Because without issues, there can be no faith. You ain't got no money. But I got some faith. Do I got anybody in here that can believe with you? I, I need people that can believe with me. Okay, okay, let me close this message. So, she's healed, and now he gets word on his way to, now, now watch this. Let me, let me break it down for you. Jairus, at this point, is expecting. 
because you're on my way, on your way to my house. To touch. A woman interrupted our procession. To touch. Now you're having a conversation with her. Miss Issue. Which is slowing us up. To my issue. And he gets word. Uh, I wouldn't waste your time going to that house. She's dead. You mean we don't stop to have a conversation with this? Well, I'm a ruler. You're on your way to my house. We lost valuable time. And now my daughter is dead. I don't think Jairus was too happy about this woman's healing. Y'all ain't going to be honest with me. Because you, you stopped to give her her miracle. And now what I was expecting is dead. Church folk will get mad at you when they feel God stepped over and gave you your blessing when you was in line. And this is really an indictment because Jesus, you're a Jew. Can't touch dead things. I asked you to go touch while she was at the point. But we passed the point. And you allowed a woman who broke a rule to touch you. Which would make Jesus unclean. And now my expectation is dead. And you can't touch her because you're a Jew. But I believe, and this is just study speculation, that we serve a God. And I could see Jesus saying, She just broke a rule. I'm going to break a rule. If I had a church, I can't let her one-up me. She broke a rule. Let's go break a rule. went in that house and Jesus touched her and resurrection power lifted her up now but don't think I missed the point not before he let them people out the house that was laughing oh did I tell you when you break a rule next level when you are not like everybody else next level People going to laugh at you because you're not doing it like they doing it. Next level, <laughs> y'all better help me up in it. We are a rule-breaking church. But, but if Jesus, he touched her, resurrection power, touched her, get up, give her something to eat. And she was 12 years old, I'm closing. The woman had an issue of blood for 12 years. She was 12 years old. Her issue 
the woman, her issue started when the child was born. Her issues, when her issues started, I'm going to preach this day. The, the child was born. God said, do you see what happened? This was really never about the woman and her issue. It, it, it was because I'm married to the daughter. That this was never about the issue. This was about a generation. This is about when our generation has issues that it won't deal with. The next generation will die. Y'all not... So, so that generation, she represented what we got to do. We have to press and touch the hem of his garment so that we can be healed of our issues. God said he'll heal our issues, but he'll resurrect the next generation. But if we spend all our time and all our money and all our resources dealing with our issues, there's going to be nothing left for the next generation. Y'all better help me. Y'all better help me. So he said, I need you, grown folk, to heal, be healed of your issues. I need you to press with your faith so that I can heal, so that your 12-year-old daughter, your next generation son, won't have to die. But if they die, I got the power to resurrect. I'll, if you touch me, I'll touch them. generation the next generation will be in trouble our kids are dying in the street now because a generation refused to touch heaven they want to touch drugs they want to touch nice cars they touch jewelry idol worship touching idols things made with their hands and while they're worshiping what they make with their hands that the daughter is dying the next generation are being put in boxes but god said i need a people who will rise up and push past their issues who are not afraid to say it's i who touched you god because I need you to see about my daughter. I need you to see about my son. I need you to see about my school. I need you to see about my government. I need... Touch him. It is an indictment. Well, we sit here worrying about our issues. Grown folk, saved folk, people of faith. Do you see the drain? That's why you gotta be healed. You saved up that 401k. Ooh. You saved up that money. Thinking I'ma get, I'ma leave it to another generation. And then the enemy hits you with something. And you've been draining it, spending it on creams and pills and anything. I better, I'm a, because he want to drain it. So by the time your children are ready to do something, they ain't got nothing. They got to struggle.
I said, home. 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 We want angels, healing angels, to touch every ligament, every vessel, every artery, every muscle. In the name of Jesus. Nothing broken. Nothing missing. You ain't got to believe it. God said it. God said it. He said healing is yours. Tell the devil to get his hands off your wholeness. Off of it. We serve a God who restores. He restores. I see him giving you back your resources. Things gonna start moving. That tingling, that ting, that ain't, that's God, that's, that's God. That's God. And if you don't believe it, you can walk out the door. We gonna put everybody laughing out. I don't need nothing but faith in this house. He said, if I speak to the mountain, it'll be moved. I command it to move. We're not going to play church. We're not going to preach this word. And this word ain't true. I wanted everything he said I could have. Yeah, I got issues. I touch them. Some of you don't know my issues. I touch them. The dirtiest places. I touch them. You can heal crack addiction. Whoremonger. Lying. Stealing. Cheating. Unfaithfulness. He can touch it. We have not a high priest who cannot be touched. He resurrected that 12 year old daughter. He said, I healed the past generation and the future. got it all and I don't care what point you had you could be dead and it's still not too late dead still not too late for some of you the reason why God has not touched it it's because you have not allowed it to die. How many received that? If you received that online, if you receive it, God moving. receive it let me tell you something young man your mama is training for the faith and the power that you have she got faith but the things that the enemy wants to put her through is really not about her it's about y'all. That's why he'll keep y'all fighting. He'll keep you at odds. He'll keep you walking in disobedience. He'll keep you halfway in, halfway out. Because if you ever get together and really pray and, and really tell. See, when she go into the hospital, that type of prayer, 
that when you think it's over, it's like I'm, I'm that that type of hunger that I ain't doing that no more. You shut down. You fast. You 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 hit the throne room. You you put the prayer. Sure, I'm I'm in your business. I'm in your house right now. He said, you do that. You, you training on how to kick an enemy out of your house. You go in there and, and lay, she gotta lay hands, you go in there and lay hands on her. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. And that's it. Because when you get out and you get a family and you don't know how to war like that for your own. I don't care how young y'all are. Let me tell you, when when you are in a household where the enemy wants to attack, he said, I never put more on you than you can have. So you have to look for God and say, what is the training and the lesson you are trying to teach me? Because we all got to leave here one day. And what's going to really matter is how you've been trained. Shout ain't gonna do it. This, this for the house. Shouting, you, you running around shouting, that, that ain't gonna do it. I, none of, I, I, I'm sorry, can't find it in here, so I can't teach it. I ain't messing with your praise. Do what you want. Roll around, fall out with your praise. But I'm talking about when you praising and fighting are two different things. He said, he, he maketh my. My, my hands to war. You, you can't fight. What's your hands? Your mouth. Your mouth is the only hand because it's only the word that's going to win a battle. You start speaking to it. I don't care what it looked like. You speak to it until it transforms. You speak to it until it turns into what you're calling it. Ain't it funny how people could talk negative in your life and tell you you ain't nothing. You never gonna be nothing. You gonna be just like your mama. You gonna die just like your mama. You gonna be divorced just like you. You ain't gonna, they keep telling you that and you turn into that. You start believing it. So you reverse that and you start talking. No, I ain't. No, I ain't gonna be, I ain't gonna be like my daddy. The, the, the curse stops right here. I speak life. I speak life. God was showing me my words can heal in a crack house, bro. I seen, I'll I, I never forget standing on the corner of Orchard. I was, I was 14, 15 years old when my friend got shot on the corner of Orchard and, and Edgewood. And I had to bring him. I had to bring him to the hospital and speak life. He was trying to die. And God just said, not, not today. You won't die today. You won't die today. With drugs in my pocket, talking about in Jesus' name. Y'all ain't gonna say nothing. From this day forward, we will not be broken, we will not be sick. We will not be halfway. We will be whole. We will be whole. We will walk in our healing. We will walk in our deliverance. Until it manifests, it is already done in the spirit. I believe it. I receive it. And we give God praise for it. Give God praise for it. Praise over prognosis. Don't let the length of your fight kill your praise. Do you understand? Don't let the length of your fight kill your praise. 
You know, this is God. That's God healed me from a cold. Hallelujah. God healed me from cancer. HIV, lupus, arthritis. That ain't no clap. I can't give him a clap for that. He been too good. It's our season. So, Father, we thank you. We thank you for your word and for what you have done in this house. Help us be that generation that touches you. Mm. If you're online and you don't have a church family, if you don't have, if, if you're not saved and you want to give your life to Christ, if you're on band, well, if you're on band, you're a member. So, but if you're online and Zoom, just leave something in the chat so that we can contact you and we can pray with you. But we're going to say this prayer. And if that's you, just say this prayer. Father, I'm a sinner. And I believe that Jesus Christ died and rose for my sins. I ask that you would come into my heart and live your life in me. And I thank you, God, for saving me. Help me to live out this walk. Help me to get connected. Show me where to go so that I can live out my confession. In Jesus' name, amen. Father, we bless you and we thank you for all that's been said and done. We pray that you would keep us through this week as we worship and praise you and exercise the power that you have given us. In Jesus' name, grace and peace.